everyone welcome back to teriyaki chicken nugget podcast more like welcome back for me because it's been way too long since the last episode and i can't believe i'm making another episode right now and i just the thing is if i don't make a podcast for too long i just kind of forget how to talk and every time i come back to this i'm like okay like i have to start over and learn how to talk again but um yeah, this is currently 10 p.m. right now where I am, and I'm about to record an episode, so hopefully it's gonna go well. I think the last couple of months, especially after I came back from Japan, a lot of things happened, and my life sort of changed a little bit. And like, obviously, I'm not having the same life as I did last year.、Uh, my situation and like circumstances are pretty different, I would say. But here I am just surviving and living every day. And I, yeah, my life. Here's the thing the reason why I haven't been able to make an episode is it's not just I'm busy, but I literally just don't have that much content to talk about because my life here is so boring that there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I'm super busy with school and. How I feel is like school takes 80% of my time. So if I'm not doing school, I'm either working or working on my hobby or things that I like to do. And even then, like I sometimes I can't have, I can't make time to do things that I want to do because like I'm busy or I got sick. And being sick and having to do schoolwork don't really go well together. So if I'm sick, I'm not doing anything. School because if I miss it, I'm not gonna recover mentally from that. So that's takes pretty much almost all of my time. And then, like, I have my photography thing going on. This is something I've never really talked about on my podcast, but I was, I mean, I got into photography and I've been doing it professionally for a while. And sometimes I have clients、um, ask me to take photos for them, so I do that. And then editing pictures takes so much time. And then I also have multiple jobs on top of that. So it's kind of hard balancing out school, photography, and my jobs, plus my social life. And I have hobbies that I enjoy. So it's, it's like if I try to do everything in one week, I don't have any time. Like I, don't, I wouldn't have time to do. Podcasting or other things, unless I actually plan it. So it's kind of like, oh, why don't you plan time to do podcasting? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could, but for me, it's not really at the top of my list for things to do. So I have other priorities, and clearly, podcasting isn't really the priority, which is fine. But I do, you know, like to have some time to work on it too, because I mean, I started it, I think, two years ago, which is now crazy to think about, but it definitely is a way to be kind of like creative. And I like to have that sort of creative outlet. So I definitely do want to get back to it. And I want to do more. And I keep saying this, but hopefully I can make great content next year. And I mean, I don't know, I, I get to have fun doing this. So, yeah,、um, th- yeah, but the thing is, I just don't have content because I'm getting so integrated to my life here that I don't even care as much as I would have. 
when I experience things that I wouldn't experience in Japan. So if I see something new, I'm like, okay, like that's new, but that doesn't surprise me as much anymore. And even if I see something that I wouldn't see in Japan, I'm like, okay, like I've seen it before here. So it doesn't really surprise me anymore. And it just, it's, if there's no like wow factor for me, then I'm like, okay, like I don't feel like talking about it. But then I realize like, okay, like maybe other people might find it interesting or cool. Then I should talk about it, maybe. But it's kind of hard because like my sensor for those things is kind of like low. So I'm not being too sensitive about the differences between Japan and Canada, but I feel like now I notice differences more for Japan than things that are unique to Canada. So that's the situation I'm in right now. But for this week's episode, um, for, for this episode, I wanted to talk about Canadian life or like Canada versus Japan kind of thing, because this definitely has been an issue or a topic that I've sort of thought about throughout the whole process of like moving to Ottawa and like living in Ottawa and this is something that I'm still gonna think about moving forward with like living in Ottawa and like deciding whether to move back to Japan or stay in Canada and this was how do I say it's like I came here because I didn't like Japan. I left Japan for a reason. But then after I came here, I'm like having second thoughts like, mm, maybe Japan would have been better in some aspects and maybe Canada is like, okay, in other aspects. I keep telling people this, but I really don't like Ottawa and I just don't think there are any perks to it. <laughs> Absolutely hate the weather. I hate the transit. I even made an episode for this specific reason. I hate the location. It's very, very inconvenient for me to like go to Ottawa and go back to Japan. And even like the layout of the city, it's just not convenient. Like everything is too spread apart. I am not trying to spend two hours trying to go somewhere with OC Transpo. And I still don't know many people in Ottawa. Like I've definitely met more people um, the past one year, but there are very few people I hang out with and it's like, okay, listen, <laughs> did you have that many people to hang out with in Japan? Not really, but last time I was in Japan, I was definitely hanging out with more people than I thought I would have. So that means I have probably, I probably have friends there and it's just like not really the same here. And I get it because when you live in two different places, you can't ask for um, ask to have the same things but I would still expect to have like similar interpersonal situation I guess so I mean social life here is very different from what I would have in Japan this is definitely something I can talk about for another time but at least for now and I also don't like the view of Ottawa it's super monotone everything you look at like it's it looks all the same and like I feel like parts of the city you go to I guess there are some differences but like as far as I know and how I see it it's like everything looks the same and if you're in a suburb you get more of that like you're not seeing a different view it's like okay let me just go out to a street and let me take some nice street photos you can easily do that in Japan but you're really gonna have to pick a place 
in Ottawa if you were to do that. That's a struggle for me. <laughs> But then you say, if you don't like Ottawa, why don't you move out? But then I'm like, no, because I am broke. I pay international tuition. So that's already putting so much on my plate. And I do not want to spend a lot of money living. And literally, I don't Uber unless I absolutely need to. I try my best to save money and everything is too expensive. Like, I can't afford a living in a city that is not Ottawa. Like, the rent I pay for, that's like a pretty good deal, I would say. And I know I can go for, like, I can, if I try, I can probably find a rent that's cheaper than what I pay for. But that means I'm gonna have to, like, downgrade on my life situation because I don't think there are any other places with the stuff I get living here at my place. So I don't really want to have to do that. And someone was like, oh my gosh, if you move to Gatineau area, which is the Quebec side of Ottawa, I guess, it'll be cheaper. But I was like, I am not moving to Gatineau when I have school in Ottawa and I have work in Ottawa. Like that's just going to be so inconvenient. And I can't take an hour and a half to get there whenever I'm trying to go somewhere, waiting for the Gatineau Transpo and the Auto Transpo to come pick me up. So that is not happening. And I don't know, like, yeah, it's cheaper, but it doesn't, it's cheap for a reason. <laughs> so there you go. But then I think about Japan and like all the great food, my friends and family, the comfort and like how safe I feel. And like the quality of life I get there, everything is cheap and affordable and I can just like go out. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about if the train is going to be on time and I'm going to make it for the last train. Like that's the thing, like if I was to live here and like, okay, I need to catch the last bus and it's not coming because somehow they decided to not run the last bus, I'm fucked I mean, I can still Uber, but, like, that that will not happen in Japan. And I feel like having that sense of security for public transportation is kind of a big deal, especially when you live in the city. So I definitely like that part. It just, like, thinking about those things just makes me want to go back and, like, live there again. But then I'm like, okay, let's think about the war culture. I can't really comment on this, but especially because I've never worked full-time at like a regular Japanese company but I've heard stories and I'm not trying to spend 10 hours of my day at the office five days a week I just feel like that's a lot and I know that people have trouble like trying to take days off and there's there's a lot of things that people don't talk about like people don't explicitly say but there are expectations and like the rules that you're supposed to follow when you're in Japan and like working as an adult and I feel like that's something I would have a lot of trouble doing because I know like I I know what's expected from me but then I feel the need to like go against their expectations but then I chicken out so <laughs> yeah so yeah like you can say at least for now it's kind of like I'm in Canada thinking about the cons of being in Japan and the cons of being in Canada and if I put them on a scale 
cons of being in Japan would probably weigh more. So that's why I'm here. So it's not like I really want to be here. But then I'm like, huh, let's think to myself, do I really like, do I want to be in Japan right now as a student? Probably not, because I don't think I'll be like, I would enjoy being around university students in Japan. But then it, I would I would not mind li- living there. But I feel like I'm also kind of biased right now because last time I was in Japan, I was on a vacation. So I was doing everything and anything that could be fun and I didn't do any work at all. So that definitely adds something to that. I just, like, anytime people ask a talk people ask me to talk about Ottawa. I'm like, there's nothing nice that will come out of my mouth because I don't like it. I've admitted that I don't like Ottawa, but then I will say I'm not moving out of Ottawa because I don't really have a lot of options. Like I can't go to a place that's not a city, but if I want to go to a bigger city than Ottawa, that means like higher living expense and I'm not going to be able to afford it being a student. So... For actually, this time I really, not really, but I feel like I should talk about happy moments in Ottawa um, slash Canada for once. Because if you ask me to talk about Ottawa, like I said, I can only talk shit about it. But the thing is, the reason why I'm talking about this is because someone on my Instagram asked me to talk about what are the good moments and like what are the bad moments studying abroad or like living in Canada in general. So, like, okay, like, let me kind of talk about it because I haven't really like I haven't really had a chance to talk about those things on my podcast yet Um, and ever since I came here to Canada I didn't make that many episodes so it'd be a nice time to sort of reflect back on my past year in Ottawa and see what kind of moments happy moments I had So I have some notes here that I wrote down because I can't really think of the happy moments on top of my head. This is, I'm making it sound really bad, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say, I don't want to make it sound too, too bad, like living in Ottawa because I've had good moments, but I do feel that living here is very inconvenient, especially because I don't have a car. But even if I had a car, like a car, I'm not going to be able to afford the insurance. I'm not going to be able to like switch winter tires and like regular tires every year. And I'm not going to be able to like pay for the maintenance, which is why I decide to not to have a car. Anyways, here you go. Happy moments. Uh, (laughs) First thing I have here, when OC Transpo actually comes on time. I think this is actually kind of a big one because anytime the bus comes on time, I'm like, fuck yeah, like, I get to be at this place on time with the time that I was thinking in mind, and I don't have to worry about being late or having to worry about catch a different bus line. This is great. But if it doesn't come on time, I'm like, fuck, my day is ruined. What am I going to do? Like, find a different bus, wait, gonna wait for it, be late. Do I take an Uber? Because I hate being late. So... <laughs> Bus being late just causes a bunch of different problems and I just hate to deal with this and I've dealt with this the past year and I still don't get used to it. So now I think I've, I actually learned to leave my house super early whenever I'm trying to go to places, especially for work. And 
I've actually been getting better at catching a bus. I feel like it's it's like a skill that you need to have in Ottawa. It's like I'm running so fast. I'm sprinting if I know that the bus is coming to, in two minutes and I have to be at the bus station. If I'm like five minutes away by walk, like on foot, I'm running there to make sure that I'm catching the bus because I'm not waiting another 30 minutes to catch it. Okay. And second one I have, okay, it's not really, okay, I'm not trying to go in order of, like, what felt the happiest and whatnot, but here I have, when I see Asian food, either at a store or, like, like a, maybe, like, a restaurant and it's actually good, I definitely get a bit of happiness from that. Like, going to TNT, that's, like, a regular, I guess, regular Asian grocery store, and I'm, like, this is great. Like I've I'm seeing things that I haven't seen at a regular Canadian grocery store and it just like makes me happy cuz I'm like thinking about all the food that I can make with the stuff that I can get there and I like cooking and I like eating. So that does make me happy and I pay $8 for a bottle of mayo just so that I can be 2% happier when I eat my sandwich. <laughs> so yeah. But, like, I don't really know how much Kewpie Mayo costs in Japan. Like, I've never really done grocery shopping there. I think it's good that way, so I don't really have to face the reality reality of inflation here. And, like, I was actually talking about it with my mom, and she was like, how much are those groceries? And I was, like, telling her, and I was like, oh, how much is a case of eggs there? And she was like, you don't need to know. You probably shouldn't know. I was like, okay, it's that bad. Like, I'm paying so much money for eggs here in Canada. But whatever, it's fine. And then the next thing I have, um, when I get to do things I can't really do in Japan, I'm not going to elaborate on this because it's a little bit of TMI, but I'm not, I'm just going to say party scene in Canada is probably better than the party scene in Japan. Like, I go clubbing in Japan. I'm like, okay, like, they're playing interesting music. I think hip-hop scene is, like, super big at major club scenes, but I don't really listen to hip-hop, and now my music taste have changed a little bit. I mean, not just a little bit, pretty much. Um, now I'm like, if I'm clubbing, I'm picking the night where I know that they're going to play my type of music. And so if you go to that kind of like show, you will have people who have similar tastes as you, but I'm not really sure how common it would be to have my type of music in Japan. Just because it's not as popular. But yeah. And then next one... Uh, this is so stupid, but when I get to sleep on a big bed, so at my place, I have a nice double bed, but in Japan, it's so rare for people to have a double bed. I feel like most people just sleep on like a twin or single bed. I feel like that's the most, or like semi-double. So semi-double is like in between single and double. And I feel like that's like the biggest that person goes for the most, unless they're like, married couples so they would get a bigger bed i would say but like even my dad he sleeps on semi-double bed it's not a double so it's very rare for people in japan to have a big bed but like i'm kind of happy that i'm able to have a nice bed here and it's actually pretty comfortable so that's nice i think next one is more 
um, normal. Like, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that I should be sharing. But when I cook Japanese food, when I cook Japanese food for people here and they like it, that makes me really happy because I get to like share my part of culture and they're accepting it and they're learning it. And I would love to be the person to like sort of introduce them to Japanese culture and make them want to know more about it. And I feel like food is a really good way to do that because I don't really want to have people go to like a traditional Japanese. Like performance show and make them watch it because I feel like it's not going to be as exciting. But whereas if I were to cook something and give it to them, they can actually taste it. And I like making Osaka food, so I would make like okonomiyaki and takoyaki, like yakisoba sometimes. And if when people like it, I'm like, yes, like I'm propagating the Osaka salt to people in Canada. And I just I feel proud when I do that. So I've done like I've made um other stuff like I've made karaage and like gyoza and like curry and people liked it and yeah it's nice. <laughs> All right, so next one is when I see some progress from the gym, I feel happy. But I feel like it's kind of a universal thing. Like it's not just limited to me living in Canada. So in that sense, like it. It's not really like a topic appropriate, but I started going to the gym like last summer, and I've been consistently going there. And now I feel like okay, like I can definitely feel a bit of difference. Like my, I feel good about it, and it's not like I'm happy going to the gym every time. It's something I kind of force myself to do because I know that's gonna make me feel good in the end, but like not after workout, like when I see or when I feel the results, I feel good and like, I'm like, okay, I wanna keep improving or I wanna keep going there just so that I can get closer to the body image that I want, that I want. So that's why I go and I feel like it kind of helps during winter cause I don't wanna be home all the time and I wanna like get active. So definitely helps. And the last one I have is when I find a nice cute cafe.、Um, I like going to cafes, and this is something I've done a lot living in Japan because there's so many different cafes with like different aesthetics and different like coffee. I don't drink coffee that much anymore because I just don't go to cafes or like get coffee that much anymore. If I find a really nice Like coffee shop and like get a coffee there. Like I, I do feel happy and I'm like okay. Like I had a good day, but like I'm never. I'm not going there for a while, <laughs> kind of thing. And I feel like I'm pretty sure there are other moments where I felt like super happy, but like, like I can't really think of it because again, Ottawa is such a boring place with not a lot of things to do without money. So my happy moments are kind of limited, but. I mean, yeah. Like the thing is, I feel like my standard for like happiness has dropped so much since the time I lived in Japan. Like in Japan, my happy moment would have been something like I'm eating a ramen at a place with three point five six tamilog review, but there's no such thing here. So I'm like, okay, like I need to compromise, and I have to like lower my standard. So that I'm not gonna have a mental breakdown living here, thinking about the things I don't have here. This is something I've learned, and when you live in different places, you can't ask for the same thing. 
like you can't ask to have the same thing and I said it like earlier in this episode and I feel like I've said it in a different episode as well but you have to accept that it's not going to be the same when you live in two different countries with like two different cultures and I've been trying like ever since I moved out of college dorm I've been trying to like integrate the Japanese part of my life into the Canadian life and it's I feel like it's worked for me but I feel like just because I'm here um, I do feel like I need to like give up on certain aspects of life that I used to enjoy in Japan just because like again I can't get the same thing here and there are parts where I can sort of like aid but I also feel like I'm finding new parts of me here that I didn't know about um, myself so I feel like in that sense I'm having a nice balance of like who I am or like who I became or who I how do I say like the part of me that was like grown in Japan and the part of me that's like growing here I'm getting a nice mix of that right now so I do I don't want to say I'm like 50% Japanese and like 50% Canadian but um my life right now is like having a good integration of both cultures and I feel like I'm like assimilating to Canadian culture as well so I'm not saying like that's good or bad but I do feel like I'm getting more comfort not comfort like I'm just getting used to this lifestyle now and I don't even question if I like it or if I don't like it because it's just what it is and like I can't I don't really have the desire to change it and I feel like I'm just like in that sense I'm kind of settling and and I do feel like it did take a while for me to be there because I know some people are like super quick at like being adjustive and um, integrating their former life to Canadian life but I feel like I took some time for that process which is fine but yeah so yeah (laughs) Like I said, I don't have much to share because there's really not a lot of special things happening. And if there is, it is usually not something I want to share on my podcast. Like, you know, like if it's something super personal or like involves other people um, and I care about that person, I don't really want to expose them on my podcast. So, yeah, that's um, just how I feel. But... um, I definitely, like I said, I want to make more podcasts and I feel like the more I, more episode I do, it's going to create the background contact context. So it's going to be easier for me to talk about random things. Like I can't, I can't just like bring up a topic out of nowhere and talk about it after half a year break. So hopefully this episode is going to be the first step for me to get back to it and actually start creating more and like talking about the differences between like Japan and Canada and like talking about the life in Ottawa and uh hopefully it lasts all right um thank you for tuning in today hopefully we'll see you or I'll talk to you again within 2022 and I'm hoping to do some more episode about like Christmas and New Year's again and See you soon. Have a good week, everybody. 
So I know I said I'll release more episodes if I can, but right now, today is the end of December almost, and when I recorded this episode, it was about a month ago, and you see a month has passed, so that's not going to be possible, but I'll see you guys next year. Have a good end of the year, and wishing everyone a good 2023.